You're listening to the NABS Now podcast, brought to you by the National Association of Blind Students, a proud division of the National Federation of the Blind. you're listening to the NAMS Now podcast. I'm your host, Nina, and today we're going to dive back into the world of sports and fitness. So we have done an episode in the past about accessible fitness, and I definitely encourage any of our listeners to check that out. But today we're going to visit this topic again, but put a little bit of a different twist on it. We're actually going to be talking about accessible team fitness. So a lot of times you will hear the phrase adaptive sports and there are team sports that have been adapted specifically for blind and visually impaired players. So we're going to jump right in with some special guests today who can teach us all about adaptive team sports and how they have helped them to become better athletes as well as learn a lot about themselves. Hey everyone, I'm Seyun. Good to be on this podcast. I serve as the president of the Missouri Association of Blind Students and a co-chair of the NAVS Outreach Committee and the producer of this fantastic NAVS Now podcast. Hello everyone, my name is Joshua Lacani. I'm from Lawrenceville, Georgia, but I currently go to school in Minnesota. I serve as the second vice president on the Minnesota Association of Blind Students. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Olakani, a.k.a. Georgia Association of Blind Students vice president. And I live in Lawrenceville, Georgia. And I go to college at Georgia Gwinnett College. Hello. Well, I'm really glad to have all you guys. And we're going to start with some very general information about yourselves and kind of the sort you play. So why don't we just go around and you guys can tell everyone what sports you play and kind of how you got into them to begin with. So what I got introduced to first was actually goalball. And I kind of liked it. You know, I kept the ball rolling and it was quite nice, but eventually I just kind of dropped it a little bit. And I eventually went to beat baseball, which seemed a lot more fun. But I definitely like goalball. I'm definitely getting back into it now. But yeah, after I hit my first ball, it was quite fun. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to keep doing this. And so now I'm actually trying to play beat baseball and goalball because I'm now getting back into it. And I'm going to see where it goes. So to make a long story short, I essentially met uh, what now is my NFB mom, or we call her that. Back in like, what, what was it? 2019, 2018, somewhere in there. And she saw me, you know, she was like, wow, like, you seem like you work out a lot. And I was like, yeah, I do. I love working out. And she was like, do you play any sports? And I was like, sports? <laughs> I can't play any sports. Like, whenever I play like basketball or, you know, football, I, you know, I can't necessarily be the best at something, you know, it takes a lot of vision. So she, you know, she told me about goalball. And she told me the name of the coach in Atlanta. And, you know, I went down there, reached out to him, played goalball, and I really got into it. When he took me to my first tournament, I saw the level that, like, the Paralympians and, like, you know, the more experienced players were playing. And I was like, wow, that is cool. So um, ever since then, I just started, like, you know, continuously playing it. And here I am. So the sport I play is not on land. I mean, it is on land, but... I'm on the ice. So I play blind hockey. It's a growing sport in the U.S. Um, Canada had their kind of foot on the ground or skates on the ice and eventually made it to the States. 
Um, we have 17 blind hockey teams across the states. Um, it's definitely expanding, definitely growing. St. Louis, the town I live in, um, we started our blind hockey organization a couple of years ago. And I've been playing hockey since then because I was definitely intrigued back then. I, I had zero interest for any sports. I always thought that blind people are not able to fully partici participate in team sports, obviously, aside from sports like goalball. But ice hockey is a definite new territory. It's expanding. They're definitely more interest. Not to say that I haven't played beat baseball or goalball, but definitely hockey is kind of my go-to, and it's, it's a lot of fun. I like that we have all three sports represented in some of the main adaptive um, team sports. So where I'm from... We're a little bit behind the times in the fact that we're just getting our blind hockey teams like they're just forming as we speak. And we also do not currently have beat baseball or go ball. So I've played all of them, but we don't have any act active teams. Um, so it's all. Yes. And upstate, we don't have any active adaptive sports teams upstate in New York. The closest ones are too far to actually like attend practices and stuff like that yeah um, which is very you know disheartening my next thing is we can keep this brief but some of our listeners might actually be really new to some of this so would you guys mind giving just a brief description of what your sport actually is or mm -hmm. even kind of what your position entails just so that they can have a little bit of background so basically first thing in normal baseball the pitcher is obviously not on your team, but that's just not how it is in beat baseball because no one would ever get anywhere because it's just not going to move. It's just, the game is just not going to move whatsoever. So um, instead, the pitcher is actually on your team and he's helping you get the hits, like making Set, sure you ready, actually pitch. hit the ball. Unlike in actual baseball, they're trying to make sure you don't hit the ball. So after you hit the ball, you run roughly 110 feet to one base. You make it to the base before the defense picks up the ball and says ball, then you're safe. But if they pick up the ball and say ball before you get to the base, you're out. And that's basically the gist of how a player plays beat baseball as a blind individual from a player's aspect. From a defense aspect, they, um, after the ball is hit and while the other player is running towards the base, their goal is to be able to get to the beeping ball, pick it up, put it away from your body and scream ball before the player can get to the base. And if you can do that, you've successfully gotten them out. And that is what you do on defense. And that's it. As for goalball, goalball is essentially indoor sport played on a like basketball court where there is like left table and a right table. That's essentially like the sides that people play on and on left table and right table is a center left wing and right wing and on offense you are trying to get a ball with bells inside it, throw it past the three people on the other side and on defense you are just trying to block the ball from going in your net by diving out and listening for the ball so unlike the two sports the two have mentioned, blind hockey is so different and so normalized. And I want to talk a little bit about that because unlike beat baseball and goalball, which is highly adapted for blind people, blind hockey is very different in the sense that we play on a very conventional NHL 
or international sized ice in usually indoor outdoor rink wherever that may be but in many ways we maintain like agility of the sport right because when you think of ice hockey we think about speed we think about a lot of physicality we think a lot about momentum by far the biggest modification of the sport is the puck because we want to make sure that when people can hear the puck so it's a metal puck about um, two times the size of the conventional rubber puck it's a sheet steel metal uh, with ball bearings and there's about eight ball bearings inside and that puck is used in blind hockey so when it rattles and moves across the ice we can hear it now to compensate for the lack of physical tactile markings of blind hockey we kind of have different categories for different position i myself plays defense but people who have a little bit more usable vision we follow the very standard classification like b1 through b4 it's usually the b3s and the b4s are forwards so offense it because that allows them to freely move across the ice and then we want to strive for a safe kind of play as possible and they are able to more easily handle the puck and to be able to maneuver across the ice while people typically on in, in b1s and b2 categories are defenses and goalies so typically totally blind players are goalies while defenses are usually somewhere in between so less movement but still significant amount of movement at the same time i know it's really hard to describe what that looks like but it definitely requires a lot of knowing where you are as far as in an environment like within an ice rink where acoustics are really challenging knowing where the boards are knowing where you are as far as like in a plain like smooth ice surface and the game is played like normal ice hockey we also make a lot of small little adaptations like the pass has to be made so the goalie is aware of where the puck is and they can anticipate a shoot towards them and the netting being quite a bit smaller for added contrast so how do you guys time manage and kind of balance being on a team and then everything else that's expected of a student and i know like some of you guys also work as well yeah so that's the thing right you obviously have to try your best to like manage everything best you can um i definitely will not uh be the one to like not say it's not hard to do that because it definitely is sometimes but usually like you know for me it's more of like a reminder like i just set reminders on my phone for different things um i quite i haven't personally gotten quite into the calendar just yet but i definitely heard a lot of people saying it's definitely good for time management but that's not me just yet so definitely more of a reminder guy so um i usually do those just letting me know when things are and usually we have practices on saturdays for the most part and in contrast with my classes i obviously get my schedule memorized for my classes and that's how i've been able to do those things together overall pretty well so in my case um things have shifted quite a bit because of like how i've moved Initially, like I said earlier, I'm from Georgia. So when I was in Georgia, there were practices every Saturday that we would do. And, you know, classes are Monday through Friday for me. So 
I wouldn't really have to worry too much uh, about, you know, colliding schedules or anything. And then, like, ever since I got invited out to the Paralympic Training Center um, in Indiana for goalball, like, whenever I have, like, a free weekend or, like, a free break, I'm, I'm able to go out there and practice. And currently, um, as a student in Minnesota, I just practice whenever I get a chance to go to the gym and just throw the ball a little bit and dive out. So that's more so on my time. And, you know, I schedule for things like this and know what times work for, for me the best. So there haven't really been any issues on my end about time management with goal ball in particular. I would also say the same thing about buying hockey, just because there is a cost associated with a sport and being a team sport already means, I mean, like you have to be committed right? Because it's a team effort. Everybody has work, um, including volunteers, coaches, um, and others who are involved with the organization has to commit a certain amount. And that obviously goes for um, even people like us who are students. Um, Fortunately, though, um, hockey practices are held consistently on Sundays. So, and it's only about an hour long, like, hour and a half to two hour max considering how many equipment we have to like put ourselves into but otherwise i think just knowing that that commitment is there and if we do need to travel obviously making sure that you speak up with your professors and um if you have a job obviously with your supervisors and making sure that you can manage um other commitments while committing to the sport you love um is is i think very important what have you guys taken away from being um, on an adaptive team sport? I know that in our initial conversation, there was a lot of kind of not knowing that they existed or that blind people could even play sports. So what has that kind of done for you in the grand scheme of things? Confidence, like a huge amount of it, honestly, for me personally. Like, I just feel like being able to hit the ball with that bat, like just leave, leave such an impact on me personally. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's so fun. And it's like being able to just, like you said, or um, that we discussed earlier, like it's just before when we were, I would dare say for all of us, like we're all younger, we could never have imagined being able to just play a sport in general because of our quote unquote disability. Right. So it's like, it, it definitely is just personally, like really, you get to meet other blind people as well. So um, you get to, get to know them and get to grow as a team and become stronger as a team. I would largely say the same thing. I mean, when blind hockey arrived to St. Louis, um, it was definitely a big deal. And then um, our, our hockey team here, St. Louis Blues, our NHL affiliate team, um, was definitely capitalizing and it was definitely motivating us to continue. Um, like we have a saying that hockey is for everyone. I really think it is a sport that is so seemingly un- unpredictable and so fast. And like, I have never imagined myself putting those skates on with, with sticks, uh, with all the gear and then being able to play a sport, such a fast pace. And it's, it definitely gets your adrenaline moving. And I, I definitely, I really enjoy that kind of feeling of just sense of freedom. And we're very much in um, very equal playing field. I mean, other than small modifications, it's, it's the same sport that other people love. Um, 
So when we have this kind of opportunity, I think it's really fun. I personally, it was super fun. Um, it, it, it continues to be like a new kind of chapter every practice because we learn something new. We learn different techniques, different ways to stick handle a puck, um, different ways to work together as a team. And that's been personally really motivating. And I think we're really redefining these sports that can be so adapted and for for people who are blind or any with any disability really could like jump in and just play and then have a good time. I personally would just say athleticism and then the ability to wow like anybody comes to a game and it, like essentially like with athleticism with goalball you need to be explosive you need to track a ball like you know all all different things that you need to do in a you know quote-unquote sighted sport like basketball football like you know these are all things that like blind people are learning and you know um with adaptations but you know still have the capability to do just what you know some adaptions here and there you know the ability to you know do something and you know have people be in awe at like you know um what you're producing do you have any advice for someone who maybe wants to get into team sports but isn't quite sure how of course. To answer the question, um, I would say just do it. Like Nike slogan, just do it. Like it's just <laughs> it, like I don't know. You know, you know. Don't sit in your butt at home just playing video games at, like all day, just increasing in pounds. You know, just you know, get, get out there. Like have fun. Like it, it gets boring all day just talking to your mom and your dad all day. Like. You know, go out there, meet some new people, um, you know, talk to some other blind people who, you know, get you, you know, get, get where you're going, get where you've been before. Like, it's definitely an experience, like, that's worth, like, going for. And the thing is, if you think to yourself, oh, man, I can't do it, I promise you, yes, you can. You can. If I can do it, you definitely can do it. Because I'm just an average Joe out here, so... You know, you you can definitely do it for, for sure, for sure, for sure. I'll also add by saying, um, when you have the opportunity to at least try team sports, we have a lot of tryout events as far as blind hockey goes. Just give people an experience, and recruited many players from those tryout events. Uh, we offer we we give them um, equipment, so cost is not an issue, and then we give them opportunity to try something new, and then they're very hooked, right? Because I've never um, imagined that the most I've done was just like public ice skating, uh, like just ice rinks. I've never imagined holding a, a, a hockey stick and being able to play a sport such a fast pace. Like I've never imagined something like that, like ever in my like future pathway. But like once I tried the sport and then got to experience it for a little bit and I got acquainted to the sport and I was like, this is my my sport. I really like the way this this sport is and not every i'm not saying not everyone has the opportunity but when you are able to find an opportunity to try something whether that's blind hockey be baseball um goalball or even anything else that's that's a team sport that you could just jump in like just just give it a go and and then see how you feel about it really it's just that courage finding your courage and finding the sport you like too like not everybody can do blind hockey or goalball like you just have to find you your 
drive and what gets you hyped to play within that team sport? Um, uh, I would say that our friendly neighborhood uh, average Joe and Sayun covered it all. How do people react when they learn that you're on a blind sports team? Whoa, man, that's totally cool. And I'm like, I know it is, man. I know it is. Or I usually get the, how do you guys play? And then either I just demonstrate or I just pull up a good old YouTube video. Definitely everyone has their interesting reaction, but I'm definitely down to educate and, you know, teach. So uh, regardless, I feel like the reaction is always positive because they just, they just are truly intrigued about how you just blows their mind. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm out here to do. The other interesting thing I wanted to note was um, we hosted a a blind hockey classic. So we had over 20 blind hockey teams from U.S. and Canada flying in. Um, And then with a lot of blind sports, um, we make these rules and um, sports etiquettes. um, Like during the game, the players has to focus so crowds calm down and in silence right that's being respectful and um attentive to the game because that's how the game works and i was really impressed to see um during the game um during the play that it's almost as if the crowds all knew what to do there was a lot of even people um who are just checking out blind hockey as a sport that are just like because at rink we play, obviously, um, not only is does the facility have like three or four sheets of ice in that one place, but also other like college hockey teams play there. There are a lot of there, there there's a lot of kids that play hockey there. So and those when those parents come over to watch blind hockey, I was genuinely impressed when they. Um, like we're completely silent just just for us, us players and nobody taught them that they should do that so like their reaction oh, was cool overwhelmingly positive and as far as for me like when i told my family I wanted to do this sport um they're in a little bit of panic like the the, <laughs> the thought of um collision and like how in the world are you going to play hockey and you can't even see a foot of ahead of you like that was a little bit of like pushback, but like eventually they accepted um, that you know, blind hockey is a thing, and they became all, all around very open minded to a lot of blind people playing different all sorts of sports, and it was a really good educational experience. Oh, with Goldbold, there's an ample amount of reactions that I've received over the past. Uh, two and a half, three years I've been playing goalball at this point, you know, you, you get that, uh, you know, that uh, old, old mom that comes to a goalball game, you know, never seen goalball a day in her life. And, you know, she sees these blind athletes jet the ball at each other and just like, oh my gosh, wow, wow. Like every time the ball is thrown, they're just blown away. And then like, you know, you, you get the reaction of like, your Uber driver, like when you're traveling to a tournament or to like the Paralympic training center and they're like, Hey, like, what are you in town from? Like, where are you traveling from? And I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm from Georgia. And, uh, you know, I'm just coming here to play this sport called goalball. And, you know, I essentially break it down for them, summarize it. And I'm like, Oh, Yo, you, you should search it up on YouTube. And they're like, most definitely. Like, 
the sport you're like playing sounds amazing and you know um you get the reaction of the people who are so interested they search up goalball videos in front of you there's there's so many like reactions i've gotten over like the past three years like i couldn't even tell you all of them but uh yeah no it's it's, it it, kind of gives me like a nice feeling when i'm like oh okay like you know i'm kind of promoting the sport you know more people know about it so yeah definitely educating the public exactly i think it's funny because people have that same reaction like when people think blind people don't work out or aren't athletic and it's like kind of funny because even like i'm a really big hiker and stuff um you know when i'm not being frozen to death in new york and like i've gone to hiking trails with like friends or family of mine and people like have a heart attack that i'm gonna like die and i'm like it's walking like (laughs) <laughs> like, right. Like, yo. Yeah. Like, you're it's just funny. Or, like, if you're in the gym or whatever, like, people, like, get a very... They get like, very protective. Nervous. Yeah. Uh, no, for sure. I definitely get that. And people are like, oh, like, how do you, like, like, you work out? Like, what do you just, like, do? Like, and then I name some, like, very, very low impact. Like, oh, do you just, like, walk? And then you're like, no, I do X, Y, Z, you know, plus whatever. And they're like, oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, so it's kind of funny that that transcends like team sports. Mm. Oh, indeed. I've definitely seen like people when I have my dog on my left and a giant hockey bag and my stick on my right. And it's like, <laughs> you got to be joking. You, they're like, you're blind, and then you, you're lugging all that equipment. I and, like, love to see those expressions. To tournaments, and they're like almost in despair, like panic. And I was like, you okay out there? And I was like, I promise you, we're fine. Awesome. No, I've never played, but I just ended up in a tournament, so I have yeah. no idea what I'm doing. Honestly, I definitely see Sam's point in the sense that, like, I'll be, you know, tap-tap sliding with my cane and have my bat in my other hand, and, like, people just stop. And they're just like, how's this blind guy walking with a bat? Like, where is he, where right. is he going? Like, he's like, going with a baseball bat. Like, I definitely got crazy reactions also in, like, public transit. Like, you're trying to take those to get to, like, rings and things. Yeah, no, they're just completely blown. Like, like what is going on? Right. Like, you about to play with Babe Ruth? I, like, have, I have yet to get my hockey stick taken away, though, for being seen as a weapon or anything. <laughs> I can't relate because the goal ball is a blue ball with bells in it, so people don't even know what it is, so they just leave me alone, you know? Yeah. Thank you so much to our special guests, Josh Odakani, Tim Alakani, and Sayun Choi. This was an awesome episode, and I know people in very cold areas like me definitely cannot wait to get outside soon and play some adaptive team sports. So I hope that our listeners are inspired to try something new while maintaining fitness and being healthy in the process. 